Easy with that chomping. Oh, the gum. <laughs> you can't say something like easy with the chomping. <laughs> this is the intro to our episode this week. So are we on? You were going to talk about frozen yogurt? We were going to talk about frozen yogurt. Natalia brought this up the other day. Why the side? Wait, do you, this you is not the a topic. This is a topic. <laughs> Definitely a topic. No. Welcome it's just to a this podcast. Froyo. Froyo. Okay. So what's the deal with the Froyo? It's like a trendy food that goes in and out of favor. Don't people really just want ice cream? Apparently not. Sometimes they want Froyo. Yeah. Maybe like 10 years ago or so, there was the, the pink berry craze and like, God, I had the pink berry and pink berries everywhere. Right. And then now where's pink berry? I don't see any pink berries anymore. There's maybe a few left here and there. Yeah, but there's fro- frozen yogurt places everywhere. But then other frozen, because like pink berry came in like was like the Puritans of frozen yogurt. Like we only have three flavors. And our flavors are so pure. What's the dish? So we have fresh fruit on ours. We don't have all this candy bullshit. A few little candies, but mostly fruit. What's the difference between frozen yogurt and ice cream, technically? Other than the fact that one's ice cream and one's yogurt. I don't know, because it's both dairy, so what right. exactly is the difference? Yeah, I don't know. Frozen yogurt. It's like a healthy... Alternative by the dairy industry. Big dairy. Something. <laughs> big dairy. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know that. Big dairy teamed up with big health care. <laughs> decided to push frozen yogurts healthier. Healthier than uh, ice cream. I got plant based frozen yogurt the other day, and that was terrible. It was, yeah, uh, no good. You know, I just... had some really strong, have you tried the really strong frozen yogurt? Or not frozen yogurt, just yogurt. At like the the Whole Foods or some of these expensive health markets, they got these little containers that are, yeah, like three or four, maybe two or three servings. They're like a really dense yogurt, not super sweet usually. Icelandic? No, I don't know if it's Icelandic, but it tastes... It tastes kind of tangy. It's got, it's got some, tart even. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like that a, fermented shit that you made you try that one time. Maybe. Oh, it's good. I like fermented it. yogurt. <laughs> yeah, no. The, the I guess this that's good for your guts, but I, I actually enjoy it. Like some it's of got probiotics. <laughs> I, I miss there was the Siggy's this Icelandic yogurt. They make one that's vegan now. That's pretty. What about the Wallaby or whatever the fuck it's called? Wallies. Australian yogurt. There was a contest of all the like nationalities and who made the best yogurt. Mm. If I ate it, I might participate in like a taste test. In sixth grade, I I was tasked. I was doing a, a a study on Mongolia. They asked you to make a food uh, that people would have eaten like thousands of years ago or hundreds of years ago and I was like oh yogurt that looks simple 
I made it and it got all moldy. <laughs> and I brought it to class and I was like, oh, I'll just scoop that off the top. And <laughs> Here's a little serving for you. Yeah. Can you believe we got somebody? We got some. It was for dummies. There was a Mongolian, right? One week? No. I don't I remember. So. Like, it's like crazy to think that we got all these people to like say thank you for listening to those different languages. They're like, that's my, that's, a, you know, the story from when you were in third grade. The extent of me and my relationship with Mongolia is I, I found some guy from Mongolia to say thank you in Mongolia on the podcast and yeah. I learned a little bit about the country. I like it. Oh, yeah. Mongolian yogurt. yogurt. I didn't know Mongolians ate yogurt. I'm thinking, yeah, see, when I made it... There's no fucking... Right, but see, when I made it, it was like a like a, a, a fruit flavored yogurt. It was totally not what they ate mm-hmm. then, <laughs> and I'm sure they didn't let it get moldy. I want some vegan yogurt. I have I, I still have yet to have vegan frozen yogurt, but you've only had the one time. It was yeah, it was. Uh, I can't remember what the flavor was. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't all that. It was. Probably shouldn't have ate it anyways. I mean, I'm not like that big into desserts. Although, I did try last night my hardest to go to a bakery that was open so I could get the kids and my my tata some some baked pastries, cookies, cupcakes. And I went down to Seal Beach, Main Street, and I pulled up to this place we parked the car. I walked around with my son, and there was 25 people in line outside. And I was like, "What the hell, dude?" To go to this bakery, like mm-hmm. everybody's like, "Oh, look at the cupcakes! Oh, look at the cookies!" And so I'm, I'm a, like a dumbass. I waited in line. You know, I'm sitting there with my boy. And then right when we were like at the door. The place is packed on the inside, so we're on the outside. We're getting ready to go in, and the lady next to me goes, she's talking to her husband. He goes, oh, yeah, it's cash only anyway, so do you have cash on you? And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Is <laughs> it <laughs> cash only? And I hate, I hate using ATMs when they're not my bank because you get that. Oh, right. Two, it's a $2.50 surcharge and then another $2.50 uh-huh. charge. And I was like, you know what, That's buddy? Just We're really fucking out of here. <laughs> so I just like, you know, I got to spend a little time with my boy. And I was like, fuck it. We're going to Ralph's. So I let him pick out uh, some American flag cupcakes. And then sure enough, this morning. I'm sure they were way better than that baby. Probably, but this morning he was like, where's all my cupcakes? Because I guess my grandpa ate them all. (laughs) Like, yeah, sorry, buddy. (laughs) So what else happened this week? What else happened? I mean, that's a loaded question. Well, a lot happened this week. We, we were gonna... I was rich, and then I was not as rich again. Yes. Should I get into that now? I think so. All right, so... If anyone's been following the meme stocks, GME was the big meme stock. What's GME? Game stock. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Right, so at that time, I decided that GME had already been driven up so yeah. much that I didn't want to invest in that. But I was like, AMC, hmm only you know like seven dollars something to share i don't 
I'll invest a few, a few bucks in this. Sure, why not? You know? So I put like 200 bucks into, mm-hmm. into some AMC stock. And I used to work at AMC back in the day when I was in high school. It was like my first job. So I have like an affinity for AMC. And um, yeah, so I was like, all right, well, you know, I'll see what happens. Nothing really happening. But this week, <sighs> skyrocketed up to like 77 bucks a share. Holy shit. And uh, yeah, so I made on Wednesday. If I had cashed out on Wednesday, I would have made like eight hundred bucks on my two hundred dollar investment. Right. But I got diamond hands, so I did not cash out. Plummeted again Thursday. Friday kept kind of even, so we'll see where it goes on Monday. I'm still up about five hundred bucks, but. That's that's a that's a win. We're just small potatoes compared to a lot of people that invested in this stuff. Small. That's a good. You know, but you know, it's fun. It's kind of like. Is know. there a reason that it's fluctuating right now? Why why it went up or so? Just apparently, um, there's a there's a Reddit group called Wall Street Bets. Right. They. Um, I guess started following these particular retail stocks, um, GameStop being one of them, AMC, and a few others. Um, that basically these Wall Street investors had shorted the stock, which means bas- that they sell stock that they don't own. They borrow stock from people that owns, like from owning stock, and then sell it at a low rate, expecting that it's going to go bankrupt. And then buy it back once it plummets lower, right. and then re- repay it back to whoever they borrowed it from, so they make a profit. Uh, so this Wall Street Bets group got wind of this that these particular companies were being shorted, and said, you know, fuck that, we're not going to let this happen, and just started buying up all this stock that's basically worthless stock, and just like pushing the price way up so that these people have to repay their stock still that they borrowed. But now there's no way that as they predicted, the price was going to drop. Now it's just getting like pushed up because what they call the, the retarded apes buying in with dumb money and all the, it's hard to explain. Right. But basically, like, basically they're like trying to fuck over all these Wall Street people. Um, so I was like, eh, you know, why not? This could be kind of fun. I'll, I'll, I'll buy in a little bit, see what happens. I can play around with a little bit of money. And, um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see where it goes on Monday. Good deal. It's kind of fun. Yeah. That's, that's like playing at the Hawaiian Gardens right there. Right, yeah, right? it's like gambling. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Is this the start of a problem? It's a good thing. I mean, there's people who do this for well, like my living, right? Like, <laughs> no, I, I know I know one particular individual that, I mean, that's what he does. Like, he's in the stock trades and all that. And mm-hmm. this guy is just, he's made some really good calls. And, I mean, this guy's young. Mm. And it's just made oodles of money, like disgusting amounts of money on certain things. And just to to hear him talk about how much money he makes on these 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 investments is like gnarly. Mm. Like, and people start out like with two hundred bucks, mm. 
and they turn it into a thing. I mean, I guess you really got to know what you're doing, but. Right. Yeah, so I basically, like, when it started going down, I cashed out my, like, initial $200. I was like, I'm going to, you know, sell a couple shares so that I could get my $200 back. And then, so whatever I still got in there is just play my Time to play. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So it's a win-win. Yep. And you got to find the next place to invest in. Right. Yeah. Bitcoin. Dogecoin. <laughs> So you guys are talking about cryptocurrencies. Did you hear about Elon Musk's latest tweet? I guess probably not, right? You just mentioned it. None of you guys have heard about Come Rocket. No. What do you think? You guys going to invest in some Come Rocket? It's gone up 85% since he tweeted about it. <laughs> What's the um, 85%? What was the buy-in? I have no idea. I don't know anything about it. Maybe I'll buy a Dogecoin. Whatever the fuck. How fucking weird would that be if you fucking got rich off cum rocket? <laughs> don't you even like? I mean, great, you know, sure, but like, would you tell people? I yeah, got, I, I got in early on some cum rockets. <laughs> <laughs> I was just ahead of the curve. I read the cum rocket. Oh, so what did he tweet? He tweeted a little emoji with like a rocket and like some like. Some sleep. Like water droplets or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it went up 85%. Yeah, huh? yeah. Elon Musk can just do whatever the fuck he wants, huh? And then people are like, oh. <laughs> yeah, people like that guy. But they hate him, too. Some people hate him, yeah. But apparently his SNL was really bad and, like, everyone was shitting on the SNL after he was on there. I think that's like a whole. I think this is way too quiet. Look at the fucking huh. generator. It's not loud enough. I know. I can turn it higher. It'll work. You yeah. sound better the closer to the mic you are, the more you're facing when you talk. <laughs> this is gonna be a really great episode. I can feel it. <laughs> so you guys, you guys were talking about Pinkberry, which yeah. reminded me of Pink Dot. Oh, pink dot. I remember that. Those little cars with the little... Right. <laughs> for, for, like, grocery delivery? Yeah. Cool? Let's see. It, it wasn't just grocery delivery. It was delivery. just, like, whatever you fucking wanted to eat. Like, see, the cool thing is when pink dot was around, I was, like, I think, like, 13, maybe, 14. And at the time, you know, pink dot would deliver cigarettes. And picked up would deliver alcohol. <laughs> oh man, that's trouble. And for some fucking reason, these people never like they would just you know pay me, you know pay me, and here's your groceries. Like here you go, here's a check. Because at that time, you know, <laughs> still use checks. So <laughs> I remember I used to <laughs> buy cigarettes and booze from Pink Dot <laughs> until like. They caught wind of me, like, being a miner, making the the orders. <laughs> How did they catch you? I don't remember. I just remember my, my mom going, what the hell, dude? <laughs> First of all, are you using, are you writing checks from my bank account to yeah. Pink Dot? 
Second of all, are you buying cigarettes and booze with my checks? (laughs) (laughs) You know? But, I mean, it was, you know, you, you couldn't be happier. You know, like, it's just delivered right to your door. Bring you business and cigarettes. Yeah, like, yeah, you know. Like, you're 13. That's and pasta, doing. too, you know. There you go. You got dinner and entertainment. Yeah. Good old yeah. Pink Dot. wonder whatever happened to them. It's a good idea. I mean, now, what is it, Uber Eats? Probably. I, I mean, yeah. not like, they, they had the right idea. Just uh, bad timing. They were ahead of the curve. No. They got in early. Too far ahead, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, the, you didn't buy one of those cars, though, right? Like, you just drove their car. It was like a job people went to. I think so, yeah. It wasn't like gig economy yeah, they, like we're doing now. They didn't. Uh, you used to work for Pink Dot? No, 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 no. Wait, what, what are we talking about here? Because you know they had the little cars. It was like the little, yeah. uh, the Beetle with the little. Pink. Yeah. Dunce or spinny nerd cap thing, propeller hat. I thought that was the Geek Squad at Best Buy. I thought it was Pink Dot had that. Mm, it sounds more like Geek Squad, but I wish Pink Dot did have the little I'm propeller. I'm sure Pink Dot had some kind of thing like that. I think it was a Pink Dot. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they had some kind of a car. Anyway, oh, man, we got to whatever. Uh, yeah, but they had Super some specific car that they drove, I remember. Yeah, it was pink. Pink. It was a Pink Dot. And their driver amp. Like a Has anyone ever seen the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile driver? Funny story. Funny story. My cousin in seventh grade won a contest, and the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile went to her school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't beat that, dude. Like, there it is in all of its glory. <laughs> <I've> <laughs> the Wiener Mobile. It was like parked in a parking structure, like, by my friend's house. Like in high school. So it's a wiener appeal at this parking structure. <laughs> yeah. What's it doing in there? Oh, I miss hot dogs. Oh. Specifically Costco dogs. Have you tried Veggie Girls? You hot dog? They have a chili dog? No, I haven't. Nice for me. Was it? You got? I didn't even hear about this. Yeah, it's brand new. You don't like chili. Them. The chili was okay. It needed cheese. It didn't have cheese. It had like a yellow squiggle on top. That's going to be. It was cheese, but it was actually Dijon mustard and it oh. just didn't work with the chili. I've noticed a lot of people for like, for nachos and stuff, they use like a cashew cream. Yeah. Like, which is not bad. It's just, it's not cheese. Yeah. And once again, I'll reiterate this only because I've said it 50 million times. I still haven't found a good cheese substitute. It's terrible. Like, mm, no cheese, man. Like, what the hell? One of my favorite things to do before was, like, you go to fucking Walmart and you get the can of nacho cheese. You you get your uh, crock pot. You put your cheese in the crock pot. You get the jalapenos. You get your chips and you make... Baseball nachos, you know? Mm-hmm. Very, no baseball nachos. They're so good, though. Yeah. That reminds me. It's baseball season. I, I, I haven't been to a baseball game in two years. I'm with it. Let's go see the Dodgers. The Doyers? Have you ever been to the Dodgers Stadium? Yeah, actually, so not the Dodgers Stadium, the Angels Stadium. I think it was like my second or third year in my old career. 
we, uh, our company was doing really well. And they rented out the fucking Angel Stadium. The whole stadium? The whole fucking stadium. And we had, like, this huge company party. And it was amazing. Like, it was all catered. Mm-hmm. Like, people are fucking doing coke in the bathroom and banging in the bathroom and, like, partying and dancing. And we're, like, we're going down into the to the to the workout areas for the players and, like, walking out onto the field. And I still have pictures of it. Like, it's mm-hmm. fucking cool, man, you know? I mean, when you're younger, you get to go walk around on the, the, the Angels field, like, when you're playing baseball, like, in Little League, you know, like, yeah. oh, it's Little League day. But it was different when the guys, the little concierge people are like, well, down here's the elevator to the locker room. And like, That's you've got free cool. roam of the whole stadium. Huh. Yeah, it was it was cool. Like, you just, you don't get to do that very often, yeah, you know? Yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah. Needless to say, we never did it again because it was a fucking hefty bill. <laughs> but... I mean, it's one of those things like you, you'll never forget. I'm yeah. sure there's some sports fans that would like kill for that, you know? Dude, but, but it's like we probably didn't care that much. It's more just like, oh, this is well, cool. Well, nobody was there, you know? Like, right, it was right. just at night, like the field was lit up. It was like, it was cool. <laughs> We're out there just hanging out. It's definitely up, interesting. Angel Stadium, so I, I got a little taste of that. I like, think, like, hearing that, I'm kind of jealous almost, you know, where I'm like, oh, that's neat. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't ever something I thought I was going to experience. And by God, it was fucking cool. The, the funny thing is, is like, just <laughs> watching, like, because I worked in a company where we had sales reps, and these are, like, just your typical young, like, sales people that are, like, fucking, like, banging their chest, like, oh, like, doing a bunch of coke, like, fucking, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so funny, yeah, they're all just like, oh, man, this is fucking cool, it's Angel Stadium, dude, let's go run the field, let's go run the bases, you got a bunch of fucking weirdos running around the bases, <laughs> but it was fun, dude, it was definitely fun. Sitting out in center field, taking pictures, pointing at pointing at the fucking the home plate, you know, totally ass backwards. But I gotta say, your life has taken more of a gummo turn than mine has. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you. You kept it real. Yeah, you kept it going, man. That's that's a beautiful story. Yeah, and just see all these seedy motherfuckers around here. Right, and you know, and then like ninety percent of those people are all convicts. You know, reformed. Performed, wow. but like it's it it, it it's it, it was definitely cool. I I can't explain in words just how fun that was. You know, not to mention like they were giving out trophies. They were like, are there often unreformed convicts? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I guess so. Absolutely. Guess. Yeah, they go back G. to prison. G. Allen was one of those people. I don't know if was he necessarily a convict though. Oh, yeah, he was arrested many, many Yeah, but was he a... There's a difference. Convicted of, like, you know, a felony, felony right? Yeah. I'm sure. Bro. Rolling yeah, in your own shit is not necessarily a felony. There's a difference be- between... Kicking it? Somebody <laughs> <laughs> that gets arrested <laughs> and gets out and a convict, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of got to be down for a while to really... 
to earn that. I guess, yeah. It's not a. It's not really a. Well, yeah, I mean, if you get badge jail, of honor, it's, but it's not conviction. Not even jail, you, man. Right? Jail. J- <laughs> Prison. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Angel Stadium was cool. No. Jealous. Jealous. So, have you been to Dodgers? You've never been to Dodgers Stadium? I have not. It's an interesting We're taking experience. the Dodger bus from the thing. We're going to do it. From where? The fucking over there. The okay. Over there, listeners. Can't you see where I'm pointing? From the closet door. The, okay. the, uh, the, the train <laughs> the station over there the the, where door. you get the hook of the ride and they take you up there to Dodger Stadium. The train station? On the Dodger Express. The LA, like... The bus line. Train? The metro? You hop on that bus, the Dodger bus, that takes you up to the stadium. Okay. I believe. I've done it a million times. That's rad you like baseball. Yeah, I kind of got into it because of my dad. Cool. It was like a thing to bond. Yeah. Yeah, and then the Dodgers were doing good, so I was like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Dodger Stadium feels a little scary. Like... It's kind. Of, it's not so, like what was the? Is it the Greek that's all like old? It's not like in the best of areas. No, it's not that so much as it's just. <laughs> no, have you seen the houses around it? Sato's down down the street. Go to yeah. Sato's, get some tacos before the game. We've gone to like. That Do they have park. potato tacos? They got mushroom tacos. They got like several vegan bread. It's so good. Yeah, so yeah. There's a lot of food there. Like we went to that park. There's a frisbee golf course, like across from Dodger Stadium. So when you throw on some of the holes, it's like you're throwing towards the stadium, like off in the distance. You know what I mean? Like if you just, it looks like you're just checking your frisbee like out towards Dodger. It's it's like the most awesome place to play. But it, if you fuck up, you gotta run down like way down the hill, like hundreds of feet. So it's like one of the most difficult frisbee golf courses to play at. And like Is that always, Elysian Park? Elysian Field, yeah. You always lose like a disc or two, but you know, like it doesn't look great, but I don't think it's that bad of a neighborhood really. Like I never it's, really Yeah, it's like it's an old neighborhood, it's, but it's, it's not a, that bad. It's an it's, old LA neighborhood. Never had a problem there, you it's, know. Like, it's like Echo Park. The vibe wasn't yeah. Yeah, but Echo Park is yeah. like gentrified. It's now. gentrified a lot, yeah. yeah. Yep. LA stories. Kind of a LA. No. Some good times at LA. We'll start going I've been back. Out there in a while. Ever since I stopped working. I've been actually wanting to contact Michael and see how his cabinet leaves are. Well, we're going for fucking, what is it? Flower burger. That's like a little. Flow burger. Flow burger. Is that what it's called? Venice or whatever. Culver it's City. in Culver City. It's like on the other side of town. So, this place has multicolored buns, like bright colors. Very bright. They interest me a lot. The, I was listening to the, like, reading some I of don't the know. Films. If it's anything like the colored burrito tortillas, then it's just a gimmick. Apparently, this place has locations like around the world. This is the it first one in LA? Is Supreme Master involved? I don't know. <laughs> Man, that would be a little weird. It Supreme seems Master, a little above her pay grade, though. Yeah, it seemed a little too. I don't think Supreme Master is sophisticated enough yeah, yeah. to come up with this. 
Maybe, though. Maybe she's got some friends. Supreme Master is like, I'm waging war as Supreme Master right now. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has become like, uh, it's almost like we have this weird focus. We're going to become the new Supreme Master. <laughs> Maybe the Supreme Master actually is the Supreme Master and just like we're all getting sucked into her. This is just the beginning of it. Yeah. Like that. Like, slowly but surely. Like, She's like, good, they're mentioning me again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our fate will somehow be tied to this. What is it, like, good session. press or, like, uh, no press? Yeah. Yeah. All, all, press. Press. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad press is good press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If so, it's any press at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, not that we would know anything about that on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday evening or Wednesday evening, I'm sitting on my couch in my room on my phone and I look at my hand and I notice my ring is gone. Your wedding ring? My wedding ring. Okay. This is not good? This is not good for me because my ring... To me, you know, it symbolizes and signifies, you know, my wedding day. It's it's just a material item, you know. It's not, I mean, it can be replaced. You can't replace people, right? But for me, that instant of, one, realizing my ring is gone, and two, feeling like a pile of shit because I didn't realize my ring was gone until my hand was in front of my face on my phone freaked me out i had no idea where my ring was there was only so many places i had been you know i i went on a run i went on a bike ride i was lifting weights in the garage and i know i had my ring on in the garage so after i got done working out i took a shower and i was like I mean, my ring's fallen off a couple of times because it's 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 too big now. But I'll hear it because it's fucking heavy. It's titanium, you know? Like, you know. But I didn't know that it had come off. So the first thing I do is I go in the shower and I look in the shower. I'm like, okay, it's not in there. And I'm freaking out and I'm like, yo, check this out. I lost my ring. And my wife is like, all right. <laughs> She's like, okay. I'm like... You're not mad at me? She's like, no. Like, you'll find it. I'm like, no, seriously, I just looked everywhere I've been. So I, I'm i running through my house. My my oldest daughter's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like freaking out. I'm in the garage. I'm looking everywhere in the garage. I'm looking in the kitchen. I'm looking in the living room. I'm looking on the stairs. I'm looking in my bedroom. I'm looking under everything. I'm looking in my drawers. I'm looking... In all the kids' toys. I'm looking in the kitchen in the drawers. Like, maybe it came off. I'm sticking my hand down the garbage disposal because maybe I lost it in there. I cannot find this thing. So, about 12.30, maybe 1 o'clock, I get up. Everybody's asleep. I turn my phone flashlight on, and I go back down in the garage. 
and I'm on my hands and knees looking on the floor, looking under everything, looking in my toolboxes. I go next to the living room. I'm looking all, scouring the floor, scouring under the couch. I go back in the kitchen. I scour through all the drawers. I go back up the stairs one by one, scouring the stairs. I go back in my room. I'm underneath the bed. I'm lifting up the couch, like lifting the couch, like <laughs> tilting it, you know, going in all my drawers. It's nowhere. And I'm, I'm like, fuck, I lost my ring. Like, what a, what a douche, dude. Like, you lost your wedding ring. You know, yeah, it's a material thing, but it was gone. It's gone. So, I have to come to terms with this because it's not that big a deal to my wife. But to me, it's overwhelmingly, like, disappointing. Most importantly, that I didn't realize I had lost it. I can see that. Until I'm on my phone, you know, like... We're so focused on things throughout the day, and then, like, you know, I'm on my phone playing this fucking game, and that's when I realize it. So the best part is, is I, I I get my ring back. I get a phone call the next morning from my wife telling me she found my ring. Where was it? So here's the best part. I searched everywhere. I fucking searched everywhere. I shit you not. He's just sitting in the middle of that. I shit you not. I searched everywhere except except for my daughter's diaper. (laughs) Because it was in her fucking diaper. The only thing I couldn't recall was changing her diaper. And what must have happened is it slipped off. When I changed her diaper. So it was in the new diaper or the old diaper? It was in the old diaper. It was so she, wife my wife, my, no, 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 my wife changed her diaper. Okay, in so the it was morning in the and, one, new one that you had put on. Yeah. Okay. So she finds the ring and she's like, I found it. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Like, and I mean, I searched everywhere. So who the, f- who the fuck, like, <laughs> who loses their ring in their daughter's diaper, first of all? Second of all, I couldn't figure out how I couldn't recall that one moment mm-hmm. where, like, my brain might have clicked and said, hey, m- I know I searched around the areas where I did things with the kids, <laughs> but my brain could not conceive the fact that, like, hey, maybe it came off when you were changing her diaper. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just mind-boggling to me. That's a good one. Yeah, but I got it back, so I'm stoked about that. There you go. Yeah. I always get paranoia about losing my ring, too. But m- more because it's a um, like a family heirloom, right? Because it's right. a wedding ring. I'm like, I don't. I didn't even care about having a wedding ring personally. I was just like, I'm not your typical girl that's like, oh, I need to have this big carrot diamond. I'm like, I don't care. I don't wear jewelry like that normally. Right. Like, it's a symbol of ownership, right? It's a symbol. You of told me that I don't one even time. Like that, I'm like, fuck that shit. I own myself. Nobody I think. Owns me. I, <laughs> like, I think Amy told me one time. He's like, yeah, something about. I forget how it came up. He's like, yeah, but you know, like a ring's like a symbol. 
It's just a sin. You know what they used to do? They used to put rings in pigs' noses and walk them around. And that's where a wedding ring came from. And I was like, wow, you really fucking made that special, dude. Yeah, so it's like, I didn't even care about having a wedding ring. But I was like, well, people are going to ask me when I'm engaged. Like, well, let me see your ring. Yeah. And so I have to have a wedding ring. So I'm like, okay. So my mom let us use one of her, I guess it's like my great grandma's ring. Beautiful. And um, so I feel like I can't lose this. It is important. It is important. Heirloom. Like if I lose this, yeah, and I big trouble. When I told my wife, she's like, "It's (laughs) she's so cute." She's like. It's not that expensive. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like I, <laughs> which is cool, but like, I want, you know, someday, like. Mine isn't super special either, where I kind of feel like. You never I, even wear it. I never wear it, yeah. So, I, but if I lost it, I could see that. I would be like panicked. The thing like, is, is I was thinking, like, okay, I don't have a lot of things to, to pass down. You know, I have one boy. It's It's not an expensive ring, but. This is the ring your mom gave to me. And one day if something happens to me, I want to be able to just go, or, you know, whoever go, hey, this is yours now. You know, do with it. It's, it's not going to get you any money, you know. Mm. But it was something special to me, and right. I, I want you to have it. And the whole time I was like, he's not getting his fucking ring now. What the fuck, dude? I'm such an asshole, dude. <laughs> like, fucking. <laughs> that was a really... Heartfelt and touching story. I really appreciate that, Javon. Like, I think we fail on that account a lot of the time of really getting things that are super like. That was good. Uh, I think that yeah. Leftover dummies are figuring it out. We get a few more of those. We get people tuning, tuning in. I happen to have this credit card that you don't know about. It's so, so, I have not booked it. Damn. But there is a snake house. You want to Google this so you can. Yeah, I'll pull, pull it up so that we have a little the more. Snake house in Mexico City. <gasps> Quetzalcoatls. Yeah, yeah. Quetzalcoatls. Nest. It's... How would you say that? Quetzalcoatls? It's a coaddle. Something like that. It probably just means serpent or something. It's the feathered Aztec serpent god. Feathered, feathered <laughs> Aztec serpent god. I like okay. it. He has the feathers. Don't fuck around with that guy. He has the feathers. I like it a lot. It looks really cool though, right? It, it it does look cool. I mean, it looks beautiful. Apparently on Airbnb you can like rent it, but I, I don't think you rent the whole thing, right? You just rent rooms in it or something? Yeah, so it's actually what? divided into several different like apartments. So So that whole tour that we saw, you don't get that whole thing. You just get... Not unless you reserve all those apartments. <sighs> so if you went with a large group, you could get like half a tail i mean it's not that expensive for like <laughs> no it didn't it didn't split split it enough, or something enough people i think you could have like seven people for that so yeah i mean if you did with seven people 250 a night get like a week or something 
It's got 10 separate apartments spread over 16,500 square feet. Yeah. I think there's like very few corners. It's got a really weird architecture. The whole thing is just, there's all these like things built into it. And the, I guess the idea is nature and the outside and the inside being sort of more fluid where there's windows, big windows, it's a wall to the outside and it opens. It's also a door, like the glass in the window is a door, you know? Hmm. Like, there's just these interesting things. Why can't we have snake house here in California? We have fucking awesome. building codes. Mexico <laughs> 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 City does have that on us, yeah. It kind of just do You can see want. I'm real passionate about I this right here. <laughs> you know what I'd like to do is go to like a tree house uh, yeah we did that in hawaii it was really cool really yeah, yeah. like swiss family robinson yeah, tree, it house? Was a real tree house it was yeah okay it was like kind of a it was was a, it a house on sticks no so yes yeah there was a house and then there was like the upper part that was like a tree more of like a tree. so it was more built like around a tree than like on the tree. Uh. But there was like an upper part that you could go up to that had a little loft that you could Because I mean, I would really like to stay in the Haven. Swiss Family Robinson style treehouse where it's like, you know. It was pretty cool. It was, it was awesome. It was like, you went in the ground level and it was like around the trunk and it was like, okay, the bed and the living room area. And then you go out this little door to the left and to the bathroom. So the outhouse, the bathroom was like, you go out the door and there's like a mirror mounted on the tree trunk and like a little sink in front of it with a little counter built. And then there's the little toilet room to the side. So basically the toilet's outside. Then there's some stairs that were very steep, like a ladder that you would climb up like along the side of the trunk of the tree to this like meditation room that was like all mirrors like everywhere around was mirrors oh, that's up the top of the tree and then you open up these like little shutter doors everywhere and you could like look out across the jungle and it was, yeah. oh, it was fucking it was awesome amazing. it was it was awesome cool. hawaii is just weird like that like there's a lot of hippies especially on the jungle side huh. so it wasn't like out of place you know what i mean it wasn't like they were like like they were weird but everybody's weird, so it's like it's actually kind of cool. It's like people are really creative and clever on that. Like, you come home and there's like a little like hand statue with a little joint in it for you. Yeah, they got, like brought us food table. every day, and like we there would just be weed. We're just like, oh, cool, thanks, like right on, bro. Like it's just this old hippie, you know. He's just like, yeah, dude, welcome to Hawaii. Hawaii is yeah, like it fucking magical, dude. Like it's. it's Apparently, amazing. they have new laws though since we've been there, and you can't rent it anymore for like a few days. You have to rent it for at least a month. Ah, uh, wow! Like some kind of new Airbnb laws. Huh. Bummer. That was amazing. That yeah. was one of the most incredible experiences. I would rent that thing for a month. Fuck stay it, there right? Again. It was so yeah, weird. yeah, awesome. That was the most incredible place I've ever been. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't traveled that extensively, but... It was definitely... I stayed in a lot of Airbnbs, and that, I would have to say, is probably the best Airbnb I ever stayed Oh, yeah. And the avocado tree house on the Big Island, if anyone's yeah, looking to go yeah. there for a month. Avocado I'll try tree to find house. a link. That was crazy. That one time, though, we were at the library in Redondo Beach, and I'm flipping through some, like, organic life magazine or some shit, and I see this guy, and it's this 
it's just a photo of this guy holding his hands out, holding like a bunch of turmeric, and he's got like all these tattoos on his wrists. I'm like, that's that's the guy from Hawaii. Paige, and it's a fucking guy we rented the place from. Like he had like a turmeric and ginger farm that he like worked in. Like, and like it was his farm with this article is about. Like shit. When you're there, you want to like figure out a hustle like that and just stay. It's like you don't want to come back. Yeah. It's just that beautiful where you're like... Turmeric and ginger shots. There you go. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm going to live on the beach in a little shack because you don't need much. Like, it's nice. You can practically live outside in a pair of board shorts. So it's... Right. It's like the, having the bathroom if that was your wasn't life. really inconvenient. It was yeah, like, if that was your life. And there's like little geckos climbing the wall everywhere. Yeah, and just dude. chilling. Uh, it's so peaceful and like... Just whenever like a, a storm comes through, that's like the only bad Yeah, time hurricane. Yeah. And the fucking pigs, the wild pigs. <laughs> I remember there was a storm one night and I could swear I heard, heard wild pigs outside. Shoot. And the next morning we went out and the whole lawn, it was like all red to death for like little pigs. And I'm like, I knew they were out here last night. <laughs> wow. I miss Hawaii. We need Let's to go, go back. back. Yeah. It's got a, a memo from a Southwest $69 flight, or $149 to Hawaii, to Kona. It's round trip? Round trip, baby, $149. To the Big Island? To Kona, oh, baby. <laughs> Let's do that's, it. That's a great price right now, especially. To- just go and go camping. Even if it wasn't round trip, even if it was one way, that would still be good. Oh, yeah. my God, I want to be on the Big Island so bad. The hostel I stayed at got destroyed by the... So like I said, New I went, Earth was born. It did, yeah. New Earth was born. I, I went like a week before, or a couple weeks before Natalia, and I stayed at this hostel on the jungle side. I lived in like a bus for like a couple weeks, <laughs> and man, it was the most intense experience. Like we pretty much like the kitchen was like outside, and we just like spent our lives in this little like hippie commune for like a couple weeks. You know, it was like. But there was a field of magic mushrooms, and there was just, like, it was, it was, like, wacky land, dude. Like, I thought I'd, like, left it. Wacky land? It was. It was, there's all these, there's, like, a crazy gypsy that was, like, fortune-telling everybody and, like, hustling people. Like, it was just, like... Were they a real gypsy? He was a real gypsy. He got stuck, too. He was, like... Puerto Rican gypsy and he a like Puerto Rican gypsy. lost his ID so he couldn't fly back and like was all bummed and like trying to get his paperwork and shit. It was kind of fucked. He was like there were people that were staying there that it was like they needed a place to stay and there were some people that were kind of like we were just there like oh yeah it's fucking cool it's a cheap way to fucking be on the big island you know yeah. which was worth every fucking penny and all that like we actually, I did like a work trade thing where I worked a little bit, a couple hours every day for like three or four days a week or something. And that cut down on what I had to pay to stay in the uh, bus. In the bus. <laughs> but it was rad. It was like, not only am I on the big island, but I actually like enjoyed doing the work. It was fun taking care of the place and learning about like... To like hack down the banana plant. It gave me a reason. Yeah, yeah. I got to go hack down the banana plant like when we were done fucking harvesting them all. And like, it's like lettuce. You can just like cut through it. If you do it right, you can cut it in one and the banana plants, they get pretty tall. They're tall people, they're just like, it's like super fun. Just watch it fall. It's like, there's like, there's some crazy things. There's like these crazy ants that'll get you. They just sting. Yeah, they're not that big of a deal, but you leave any food out or anything. The uh, centipedes. The centipedes, but I didn't really see that many of those. 
But yeah, you can almost like just go barefoot and not worry about anything. There's not a lot of things that'll kill you there. It's like what are those things called? The ricky tippy tabbies. The mongoose. The mongoose. Oof. Everything there's so fucking cool. It really is just like paradise. Where you go to like Central if you're America's. doing it like that, it sounds like it. But if you're like. 90% of the people that are going to go and pay to stay mm-hmm. in a hotel where everything's like super expensive. Well, then they're missing out. I thought I wouldn't they're like doing it. doing it wrong. Yeah. No, I was really surprised by what it was like, but part of it is because of the volcano. Nobody can get insurance. So you like, you can't get a loan to buy there because you can't get your place insured. So basically there's like people that buy knowing that the volcano might destroy their house and they can't get insured. So, like, property values are low, but you might lose everything, and your property might be, like, worthless without services. Right. So, it's like... But, like, that, those places are not, like... It's not like a house like this with drywall and insulated and No, yeah, it's whatever. like a shack. It's you like, can, like, pick it yeah. up and, like, drive it. It's like a shack, but it's like, you know, you're in Hawaii, so who the fuck cares if you live in a shack? <laughs> you just need somewhere to put it, You just right? yeah. sleep here and then go to your ginger farm during the day. Yeah. And like, right, and then when the volcano is done, like, coming through, you, like, go back and right, there and you build another shack. I guess, yeah, I don't know, but, yeah, it, it is... If you, like, in this case, he had, like, a whole, like, setup that he worked years on building yeah. this, like, hostel for people to stay at, and now it's just gone. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but it's a little sad. When mm. I think about it, I get a little bummed. I think oh, every once in a while that I'm going to transfer to the, to the, uh, the spot there. <laughs> Saw kitchens there. Fuck. Every once in a while, like, an a, a opening will... I think it'd be hard to be productive there. Yeah. Like, you just want to chill. So, like, hot and warm and just mellow and everybody's mellow. Yeah, but aren't there sharks? Yeah, Uh, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. You just can tell you're fucking missing a limb. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, dude, it'd almost be worth it just to, like, live there. Oh, my God, the fish. When we went snorkeling, it was... Okay, you know when you go to, like, those little beach, like, art festivals or whatever around here, and it's, like, there's all these artists that, like, the same artists over and over again with these, like, colorful fish paintings, and you're like, okay, whatever. That's what it actually fucking looks like. It actually looks like that. Wow. You're, like, there, and you're, like, looking in the water, and these fish with these neon colors, and there's, like, long ones with, like, pointy little... Like snouts and it feels big like you're ones. And like it, it's, it's just crazy. Like this actually exists. All of a sudden, life. something new pops up, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" Thing? Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like wow, this is crazy. Like it's, it's beautiful, but it's like yeah, it's kind of overwhelming. I got it's... stuck under a boat. I was so mesmerized. Like I, I was like looking at all the fish. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, look at that one. Look at that one. And then also I'm like, what the fuck is on top of me? I'm like, oh, I drifted under a boat. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a lot. I guess you would get used to it once you like were used to seeing these things. But when it's all just at once and you're just like one after the other, they like just take you from one spot to the next and the next spot. There's more crazy shit. You're like, wow, where did it come from? Yeah, yeah. I like it though. It's beautiful. It's insane. It was better there than anywhere, huh? 
than anywhere. Was it better than Belize? Oh yeah, for sure. Belize was cool, like as far as like okay, there were manatee and the sea turtles and stuff. Yeah, like, you can go to SeaWorld and see those. The, the fish were not anywhere near as crazy as is in Hawaii. Those were just amazing. I guess it makes sense why it's in the middle of the ocean. Okay, so I read this article about veganism. Imagine that. Veganism. Veganism. Imagine. Just anotherism. Well, basically the article was about the perception of vegans. Uh, Okay. And how I guess they did some study how people perceive vegans. And it was often kind of negative, I guess. Yeah, it's like vegan's a bad word. Well Okay. So I don't eat meat or dairy, but I wouldn't consider myself a vegan. Because you're not doing all the, like, not using leather and, like, trying I, yeah. to and not living my in your like, like, beauty or facial products yeah, or whatever. My main concern isn't my carbon footprint. My main concern isn't the animals. My main concern is this is what's worked for me health-wise, right? But, like I said last week, I wouldn't mind a Louis Vuitton leather credit card holder. (laughs) And I like my leather Sperry's, and I love my leather tote bag. Like, I mean, do you wear leather? I won't buy it anymore. I usually won't buy it anymore. However, I do have a case against vegan leather that... What is vegan? Faux leather? Yeah, yeah. I like a so I had this like I thought nice faux leather backpack that I was using and I had it the other day out and I came home and I left it on the little bar stool over there at night and I came out in the morning and I was like oh look at that the strap there's like a little piece of it that's kind of like pulled up and like frayed and I was like oh what's up with that it's kind of getting old and like battered but then i lift it up and the whole bottom of the backpack is like shredded and peeling off well, yeah, and i'm like it's... what the heck so it seemed like it was slightly damp and i have a feeling that one of the cats was maybe behind this <laughs> but it was just like destroyed like the whole thing was just like falling apart i'm like i can't do anything with this i can't save it like i just have to like throw, throw this it away. away it's there like you go. Your... it's trash it's waste like, Wasteful. I think they make a vegan weather out of uh, mushrooms. I have heard of that. That yeah. would actually be pretty cool. It just would, because right? It, just the idea. Just of that it. it's mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I I get it. Like it's a useful thing. I'm not. I try not to judge people about what they do. I just personally, I'm kind of like, okay, my. I mean, you're not gonna go and throw a fucking bucket of red paint on somebody that walks out of a fur no, coat store, right? No, okay. Well, fur coat store maybe. Leather? I don't know. I, I mean, technically... Have I you ever been cold different. and needed a fur coat? No, I never needed a fur coat. I've never needed a fur coat. Well... But I do live in Southern California. One day, I'm... I did have... My grandmother used to have a fur coat. Weren't they so nice? And I remember, like, as a child, having this memory of being at this, like, duck pond, and this goose was chasing me, and I was afraid of it, and I ran, and I grabbed onto the lady with the fur coat, like, thinking it was my grandma, I looked up, I'm like, 
Sound like grandma. <laughs> There's another lady here with a fur coat. <laughs> Everybody had fur coats. Like, everyone's grandma had a fur coat yeah. back then. <laughs> like, uh, I, everybody I, ate eggs and bacon for breakfast, but it doesn't mean... Doesn't make it right. Well, I don't... The 80s, dude. <laughs> I, I can remember my mom used to have a fur coat, too. It's just like... It's kind of silly now when you think about it. Like, who... Uh, especially because we're in Southern California, who actually does wear a fur coat, right. but I mean, they are very pretty. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, who's going to see the new Corella movie? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would definitely get a kitten fur coat. <laughs> so what's with this vegan veganism article? Okay, so yeah, basically the perception is that vegans are. Hippies? Less masculine. Oh. But more... What was the word that they... More... Hmm. Dead. Yeah, I can edit it out. Well, I mean, I, I could... More principled. Principled. <laughs> I could see that. Like learned doctors? Principled, like you've got morals, like... You do I mean, <laughs> just who can argue with that? <laughs> eat meat? I guess. I guess that was like one of the perceptions that people had from the study. Mm. Yeah, I see it as like I'm almost like at a point I don't want to tell people that I'm a vegetarian. When I first started with this, I would tell everybody. I just couldn't wait to talk to people about it. But now I'm kind of like, I'm just going to keep it to myself unless somebody, like, presses me. I'm more along the, like, earth crisis, like, cattle decapitation. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I want, I want them to see a picture of a cow, like, cutting up a person. And but, out. yeah, there is that appeal, Fuck too. Fuck you, die. I have like... to say that, yeah, if there was any, like, on my tier of reasons... I would say first is for the animals, second for the environment, and like lastly, because of health. Like, I don't really care about my health, whatever. It's just a yeah, That's because you <laughs> weigh 97 pounds. Like, yeah, yeah, that you is. You try true. being 200 pounds and five. But like the nothing. times that I've driven past, like when you're driving up the five and you just go through that like area where it's all cows, I'm like, man. I wish I had some bolt cutters with me right now. Just fucking cut these fences. <laughs> See, I'm like, I wonder I wonder if I could go cow tipping. <laughs> I was going to burn down, like, when we were in Arizona, we were driving through this, like, dirt road area, and they had, like, um, these little loading docks, basically, like, ramps that the cows would go up to to get them onto the trucks, and it was just, like, wood ramps. I'm like, I'm just going to fucking Dead cow walking. Down. Burn him down, motherfucker. Uh, what about so that kind of reminds me of the the whale song, Modest Mouse video, where the whales are fishing for humans. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> so good. I you know it's one of those things where you don't want to be like harsh on people, but there is. I think in school I had like an essay to write about the morality of eating meat. It was one of the topics you could write about. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, I really changed my outlook. In what school? Know? In... Goldenwest? Yeah, community college. I mean, should I be... It's okay. <laughs> I can always edit it out. <laughs> no, but... Shout out to Goldenwest College. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> but fucking... After that, I really started to think about it, or I found it hard to justify it just on any kind of, like... 
moral grounds. <laughs> She's a lot of noise on the microphone. You made me make more noise than I would have. You'd be surprised just like touching the table and picks up. No, but yeah, it just after that it was like kind of eating at me for a long time. I think I slowly gave up one after the next, like I started with pork and then just moved on. It's deeper than that for me though. It's it's not like I feel so deeply that oh this animal's life is like oh, I, I gotta save it. If more I see there's a problem for the plant. You had to hunt an animal to survive, would you? Oh yeah. Okay. If I had to hunt an animal for survive, yes. Okay. However, I first gave up before I gave up eating animals, I gave up animal testing on like beauty products and things like that because I felt that that was just completely unnecessary and like my my vanity is not worth another person's life or another being's life. Right. So I gave that up like probably several years before I actually gave up eating meat. Well that's cool. I mean I can see that. I've I don't... heard people say awful things about like vegans but fortunately personally I haven't really had much experience like People have all been really cool to me, but I've heard like really? stories or like online there's these like vegan haters that go out these all these vlogs and just talk shit and they make their whole like online presence about like hating vegans. And My favorite thing is that it's the, the Beef Palace. They have all this like yeah, <laughs> the, yeah all this stuff about like people not eating meat. Like why would you do that? Like why wouldn't you eat meat? I mean, I think it's cool. I I, I don't. I just don't want to be fat. You know. But I could see maybe less masculine in the sense of like, because of the. Remember, you were telling me about soy, like how it increases your right, estrogen. But you have to there's eat a lot of I don't soy. Think it's really true, right? But that's something they put out there as like propaganda almost, where like mm-hmm. it's. But probably too. Just, just like the tryptophan thing, like, oh, tryptophan, you eat some turkey, now you gotta take a nap. <laughs> maybe it's just some machismo I have programmed in my head or something, but like. Doesn't ripping into red meat just seem like a masculine thing to do? Like, I don't know. It's I think it's I think it's more natural than that though. I mean, if you think about it. Women like eating red meat just as much. Well, as I miss men, a right? good steak, yeah. Yeah. Like there's something to be said. I mean, I love to cook meat. Yeah, I never thought this I would get to this point where like now I'm doing this. I, I can't imagine eating a steak ever again. I don't know if that's going to... You literally can't imagine it. I don't think I will. Oh, my God. It's weird. It just kind of dawned on me. When I started this, I didn't plan on doing it forever. Do you, I mean... Like, I still watch... <laughs> I still, like, love to watch barbecue documentaries and, like, watch people make briskets and watch YouTubers eat briskets yeah. in te- Texas and, like, go to all these barbecue joints, dude. There's there's an art of barbecue that I'm so fascinated with. Like, I'll still cook my family. Like, I'll smoke meat for them, you know? Or JR's. Oh, that yeah. That was some good barbecue. You know, though, I'm so content with where I'm at. Like, even now, I kind of, like, the last month, I've been maybe not eating the healthiest. Things have been a little crazy, so I've been, like, kind of just... Yeah, gross stuff, but I feel so much better than I would if I was not on a vegan diet. So the, the health factor is definitely one of the things keeping me doing it. Yeah. I, like, today... I went to Plant Powered and got another chicken sandwich. It was fucking good. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. It tastes great, right? It does, they dude. Do a good job. I mean, 
Is that not, like, nice to do, the, like, the thought of eating an animal? Like, it doesn't, like, feel a little bit good to you to be like, okay, this is kind of cool, I'm not eating an animal right now. No, I don't give two shits. Really that, yeah, like, it's not like the an- the animal. It's not about the animal for me because, like, like it. I just love. Have you meat. ever had pets? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, like, you love your pets, right? Of course, but I'm not gonna eat a guinea pig or a dog. You know, like I've not had a pet pig. I've not had a pet cow. I've oh. not had a hmm. pet. Well, I guess I have had pet fish. But I've had pet fish, and I will eat a fish. You will, I will, you'll fuck up a fish, huh? Halibut? I never had a pet halibut. (laughs) 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 They're so good, though. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, that's what's working for me. You know, and it doesn't, it, the thought doesn't cross my mind other than the fact that like, oh, I can't eat that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't eat that. And it's, it's weird in my brain. It's like, if you eat that, you're going to get fat is how my brain's working right now, which I really don't think that's the case at all because everything in moderation is okay. You know, for some people, it's a power to the animals statement. For other people, it's a health statement. That's what we always say is uh, everything in moderation, even moderation. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta wild out once in a while. You gotta wow. push the limits. Yeah, yeah. You gotta well, eat. You know. I did that the other day. Unfortunately, I, I, um, I had a lunch meeting at California Pizza Kitchen, and I did. They had like a vegetarian pizza, but I was like, you know what? Can I just get <laughs> this pizza with no cheese? And they're like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, can you just put some mushrooms on it? Just the mushrooms and some like, you know, mar- mushrooms and avocado. Can you do that for me? Like, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. They brought me back literally a fucking piece of flatbread <laughs> with, <laughs> with avocado and mushrooms on it. I was like... Motherfuckers, where's the tomato sauce? Where's the marinara sauce? Like, where's the fucking... Like, come on. And then I realized, like, okay, they brought it back, had marinara sauce and mushrooms on it. And I was like, where's the fucking avocados, dude? Like, I'm not asking for a fucking, like, a special thing. I just wanted something with no cheese on it. They looked very mad at me for asking for this thing without cheese on it. And they, they, they weren't happy about it. <laughs> you know, I guess we're fortunate. It seems like it's usually pretty small if there's any approbation. Well, I got laughed out of the entire state of New Jersey when I asked about the marinara sauce just to make sure it was vegan. They're like, uh, no, we boil like a, a bone inside for flavor. I'm like, oh, well, what can I get that's like doesn't have meat of any sort? They're like, what are you talking about? Right. You know, I was thinking about that, like, just a couple of minutes ago. Like, here, it's not that big a deal. Like, everywhere it's got your options. Mm-hmm. When I was out there, like I said, I couldn't even... First off, they don't have fucking Mexican food. Like, you can't just oh, yeah. get, like, beans and rice, you know? But you can't find vegan dining or anything, like, yeah, like you can here. 
I don't know. Whole, they probably do, but I'm like. Sure they have Whole Foods. They've got, uh, what's a fancy store that they've got there? Gelson's? Yeah, they've got some other store there. But, but yeah, I mean, how much do you got to make everything or eat just their, like, small selection of stuff over and over? Right. Can I get some steamed broccoli, please? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and that that's what's starting to suck for me, too, is like. I was actually going to try to call you guys earlier today because today I got to go out a couple of times to eat. And I was trying to find a place where we could get regular food and vegan options. And I can't, I can't pinpoint that. Like, I can't, I mean, yeah, I could go somewhere and get vegetables. I could go somewhere and get, like, a side of rice. But I can't get a meal with somebody that's, that doesn't eat vegan or that doesn't eat you know where's a good spot that you can get stuff that's like a big mainstream place is um the yard house they have a lot of vegan stuff oh really Mm -hmm. nice nice i think also the olive garden but i also don't want to eat a bunch of pasta like i ended up at buco de pepe you just gotta get more militant like morrissey where you're just i don't want to even i refuse i refuse you know what's sad is i can't even like I love Morrissey, dude, but I can't. Oh, such I, a I, I can't, dude. Like it's like, bro. Did you see The Simpsons where they made fun of him? No, but I, I read the article on it. And He's it's like, so bent about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like he did it to himself, man. I can Come see on. why that show's ratings are have dropped and not. Come it's on. gone from a good show to mediocre. <laughs> Fucking Morrissey. And it's redeemed itself now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Uh, Poor douchebag. That was the last. That's the last show I saw was Morrissey. Morrissey and Interpol. He's so Ooh, you like, saw so Interpol. Yeah. Interpol. Dude, not a lot yeah, of people. They were awesome. Not a lot of people fucking like Interpol. It's really? Weird. Yeah. But Interpol's great. Not a lot of people like Interpol, but then a shit ton of people like Interpol. Like uh-huh. it's really weird, dude. It's just like. Like, Blur. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody likes the gorillas, right? But not a lot of people like Blur. Here, anyways. Park <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's, like, my favorite. It's a... Or Block I Party. Feel, feel, oh, I love Block yeah. Party. Block Party. Love Block good. Party. Sage Francis. Sage Francis. Great hip-hop artist, right? I went to see Sage Francis and the Hieroglyphics. That was a badass show. Alright. And I think it was just Elemento. I can't remember. I just remember Sage was there, right? And his last song, he's got this giant American flag that he's holding up at like as a cape or something. He's got this, well, at the time I didn't know. So like, basically, he's on stage, he's, he's spitting flows, he's busting rhymes, he's got this flag, and all of a sudden, I swear to God, I swear to God, he whips his dick out and starts jerking <laughs> off on stage. Listen. And I'm like... Who does he think he is? 
like, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm all, is nobody seeing this? Is this really happening? Like, I'm, I'm uncomfortable, but I can't, I can't stop watching. And then I realize it's, it's a fucking doll of George Bush. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't, kid, like, my brain's gonna explode right now. Like, dude, I don't, <laughs> no, dude, like, it was the weirdest moment I've ever had at a show where I literally thought Sage is going to jail tonight for <laughs> sure dude and everybody's cheering him on like nobody thought that this was inappropriate for God's sake what are you doing man <laughs> but needless to say it was a great show and once it my bearing like once my bearings were straight i was like oh that was pretty fucking cool <laughs> like but i was not sickened by it but i was just like is nobody else like offended like i'm not sure i'm offended right now but only because nobody else looks offended <laughs> i had a buddy who used to get twacked out and jerk off on his front porch he used to talk about it like it was the greatest thing and he's just like yeah you guys never jerk off on your front porch? Like, dude, it's like, you gotta try it. Like, it's awesome. Like, I don't know. It just it doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me. Like, really? Like, I'm, you know. He had a nice hidden front porch, though, where he could, like, look It was a good, world, like. good porch for jerking off, definitely. Like, if you're gonna... Oh, don't go sit right there. That's the jerk off spot. <laughs> it's like when you're looking for a place. To live, the bushes, like... the bushes are just trimmed perfectly, like right there. It's like all you can see is my head. You're fine. <laughs> Hold on, give me twenty minutes. The milk woman is gonna be passing by any moment. People are so strange. Yeah, that's always, uh. Always astounded at the shit people. I mean, yeah. Look at Gigi Allen, right? Gigi Allen was. Gigi Allen was a genius, though. You you have to. There's a certain. There's a certain like beauty to his insanity, that nobody's ever going to be able to pull off again. To be hated. It. I mean, for, from everything that I've ever heard about him, like honestly, though, he was just another. Like he was, you know, he's fucking. That was. There's Gigi Allen. And then there's oh fuck what is his name Jesus uh, Christ yeah uh, what's his what does what his mom call him I mean have you ever seen the home videos of him just hanging out with his family dude he's just like having fun dude like you know but that dude what was that one dude's name the, the drummer care, the yeah. drummer that just got caught the up drummer just off. seemed like he was just like really <laughs> no idea out, what was like, going on hippie <laughs> drugs and just didn't really understand exactly what was going on he was just kind of like along for the ride like he could play the drums and he was kind of the butt of all their jokes oh. just kind of like yeah. some hippie fuck yeah Gigi was amazing but like yeah like kicking shit into the crowd and like but he could get away with it then, you know. He took advantage yeah, of that. Like yeah. he he utilized that. Nobody can do that. Nobody can do anything to the to the to the level of what he did nowadays. Not just because of laws and everything, but because of right, the persona. Game, what can they do to you, right? Like if they beat your ass, it, you're just getting what you want, right? You're not like so. It, there's something to be learned from Gigi Allen the way he lived his life. Definitely, I've, I've internalized that lesson. You know, somewhat. Scumfuck for life. Scumfuck. I, I, 
<laughs> I think it's probably pretty rare on a podcast that people talk about Gigi Allen, but probably not. Definitely more rare when people talk about him in a positive light. I don't often hear Gigi Allen. When I think about, you know, I'm infected with AIDS, I fuck every day, I kill everything I fuck, and yeah. I'm like, we're really sitting here having this conversation right now where we're like, yeah, you know, Gigi Allen. It's all right. He's he, pretty good. He was an artist, man. He was an artist. I. He amuses the shit out of me. I definitely, I, I like, kind of have an obsession with him. Like, he is obviously interesting, but there's also something kind of sad, and I guess a lot of artists are something kind of sad, but there's... And the more I, like, the older I get, maybe the more I get lame, like, not as cool in my old age, or just like, gee, you know, some of the shit, like... I mean, it's funny, right? But, like, do I really want to listen to songs about, like, pedophilia and, like, horrible awful shit? Or I'm like, yeah, I can kind of do without that in my life. No. But, needless to say. Remember the John Bonet song? That was a classic Archie. (laughs) Not gonna head up to that one? Alright, alright. Mm-mm. And anyway, anyway, there may have been a song nope. about Chabonet Ramsey nope. at one point, but we're not gonna get into that. Nope. I forget that you were a Gigi Allen fan. <laughs> really, I've listened to Gigi Allen for most of my life. Like, he's definitely on the most of my life. Yeah, or more life than not. More life than not. I don't know. I got a couple. I got the vinyl in there. That's a lot put on Gigi. He really did, like, that last record with the Murder Junkie. It rocks. It's pretty brutal. I think I... I think I... Burial casket on the back. Yeah. Yeah. From... I, I have a friend that said that she bought some shit off of Merle. Is, is that his brother's name? Uh-huh. Yeah. And that he lives out here. Wow. Uh, in Long Beach? In Long Beach. What? Yeah. I'll have to ask her if, if that's correct or not. But, like, she... Yeah, get in touch with Merle. Like, he was selling just some stuff. And she bought some shit from him. Which, for her, I think was, like, a super, super exciting thing for her to, like, even meet him. The murder but, junkie still play? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh, How do you play when... I mean, yeah, it's it's probably tough. It's a tough act to follow. <laughs> Merle's cool. I don't know. Like, they obviously, like... They're the guys who wrote the hits. I mean, they helped Gigi, you know, get to where he was. They yeah, gave him the platform but... for being the greatest rock and roll super superstar. Well, I mean, there was Johnny Thunders. There's, there is Iggy Pop. There is Spencer Moody. You got me there. Like, I'm sorry, but the Murder City Devils, I mean... They're pretty amazing. You know. Just saying. I mean, the Murder City Devils and Modest Mouse. Although the Murder City Devils are a little different. I have not. I've, I've, I'm not gonna lie, I've, I'm... You're avoiding it? I am. I am. <laughs> Only because, like, 
Everything. The ice cream party song was terrible. I don't want to know. Like I, it's you. Ex, you don't expect. I shouldn't say you expect a certain something to come from them because Isaac Brock and the rest of Modest Mouse, like like they're fucking so crazy, like so good. And as they, you, you, they're just getting older. They're they're. They're right. getting older. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to fucking. Uh, I'm afraid of it. I don't know. It's weird. Some bands are good. Some bands are. It's just like, like, Death Cab kind of is weird. They're like have a hit and then a miss. And they then like, and but yeah. Death Cab's consistent with consistent. being underrated. They're fucking very, 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 very good. Like. A lot of their songs get big because they get put on advertisements a lot, dude. Mm-hmm. A lot. But Death Cab's super, super talented. I actually listened to, like, when the pandemic started, um, Ben was doing this, like, broadcasting from his house on Facebook or whatever it was. Where you could like check in every week and he just like plays songs and you just like like a little Facebook live thing. And it was pretty terrible. It was not good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was like, it was, I was like, wow, I'm really surprised that he's this bad, like on his own. Like, I just, just think like, it was not that good. It was not that. good. Really? <laughs> it was just like it could be any old whoever playing. Like, oh, yeah, like his voice isn't super great. He, he's yeah. clever. He writes a good but and when he has the music. He's an incredible musician. It's beautiful. But yeah, when he's just playing the acoustic, he kind of whines and it's kind of annoying, actually, where you kind of just like... I mean, it was cool that he was doing it. <laughs> I was like, like, I heard like, talk to him and like send in requests and shit. I was like, like yeah. if I heard him like this, I would never like this guy. I would never right. be like a fan of this music. But then I'm like, but knowing the songs, like, it's beautiful. It's amazing music. So yeah, it was kind of funny. It was, and then I said something to you and you're like, yeah, this really isn't good. Like, I'm not enjoying this. I'm like... <laughs> It, it's like interesting. It was a novelty. Like, okay. And what about the Get Up Kids? They're good. They're fine. But okay. they're not like that, right? The New Amsterdam's is uh, what's his face from the Get Up Kids? I don't think <sighs> it's it's fun. It's... I think they actually got back together. They're like really. Oh, oh, yeah. Let me. I think I. They're like old now. Hold on. I can't wait till shows start happening. Oh man. I'm gonna go to some I was shows. geeking out today the fucking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They... Bobo and Pan and Channel Trace fucking did a song together. Mm-hmm. I was just. I listened to it again at work and I was like, eh. You're not feeling good. It? See, it I couldn't, I couldn't do, like, it didn't. I like a lot of other pull on pan on its own and a lot of other channel tricks. It wasn't, I wasn't blown out of the water yet. It was cool that they found each other. It was like, oh, both these artists, really fucking trippy, really cool music. One's from here and one's from like Paris. You know, it's just kind of weird that they like all collab. Good, nice. Like, but yeah, it wasn't like, oh my God, wow, this is New jam, I can't believe this one. The last one that came out, I did like a lot. Hmm. So, I, we'll see. I don't not like it, though. I mean, the music's solid. It's just not like... 
I mean, I guess you heard it. You listened to it. No, I was talking about what you. Oh, the one. Yeah. You might like this one better. This one's. It's like, eh, it's kind of different. I don't know if you can't get on the pole on a pan. Like, I don't know. Something wrong. Like, if dog doesn't trust you, then like we can't trust you. <laughs> Every time I come over, you guys are gonna have a rolled up newspaper. Like, no. <laughs> you gotta get on the pole of the pan train. Maybe not. Man, they gotta go back to the Hollywood Bowl. They gotta reschedule that event. Hmm. They're just they're good DJs, so they have a good ear for time. I mean, do you just consider it to be Disney music because they associate themselves with Disney so much with the like Peter Pan and the Jungle Book and like all this? I don't know. It does kind of have a like. Disney friendly kind of vibe, but yeah, I don't know. It just it seems so. Where do you guys stand on Arcade Fire? I love Arcade Fire. Okay, one point. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm only human. Like I love the Arcade Fire. Two points. No, okay. you wanted to leave Coachella early when they marched into the crowd and like took over tired. after hours when they cut the sound and they I were know. just like, no, we're cool. still going. You were right. <laughs> I just get tired. And- He's tired and grumpy. Oh, it's past midnight. Time to shut it down. Maybe like whatever substances are in my body weren't up for the time of night it was. I don't know. The they're amazing. Yeah, I I think you know he's on their last album too. I think it was pretty good. You know, I think uh, was it when. He, they they just became Canadian citizens, so now they have dual citizenship. Yeah, I thought they were Canadian to begin with, or were they? From no, Canada, no, no, Texas. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Where does the name come from? So, I don't know if this is right, but when they're saying Arcade Fire, I think they're talking about like, like the like an arcade, like columns. Yeah. An arcade like fire. Romy, Roman arcade. Ah. Arcade fire. Okay. Yeah. That's a little more I think, I mean, it could just be like, hey, 1990s arcade caught on fire. <laughs> I would like to think that they're that, like, mm-hmm. you know. Pretentious? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I remember hearing... Funeral for the first time, and I listened to Funeral, and that, that is forever like a perfect album in my Fuck. mind, and it will always be like one, probably one of my top five favorite albums. No, that you could just listen to straight through. Yeah, no, yeah. no skips. Oh man, I come and go with that one. Really? I mean, I just time like it's like because it's so good. I think there's a lot of things like even Elliot Smith's like that for me. Mm-hmm. You can only listen to something so much, and then you have to like listen yeah. to something else. And it's definitely it's a one of those song. Hi, this is DJ Greed G from Sheffield, England, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.